What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BNB Podcast. My name is BJ. This is Mike. Are we live? Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with y'all. What's going on? Brian, Brian's back. This guy right here. Oh, I was like, this guy forgot already. <laughs> like, it's been a while, but come on. How's y'all? Funny guy. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Shit, shit, man. Not a damn thing. What's going on with you besides um, me losing in uh, fantasy football all the damn time? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got the same record, man. You had oh, a blowout game. I had a blowout game. Hell yeah. There's only one man, oh boy, that cannot win a goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say no names, AJ, but you know. Oh, AJ's 0-5? <laughs> he, like, he looks like Tony Mano Jr., you know? Oh, oh shit. Damn. Yeah, fantasy's rough, though. Yeah, that's some fancy joke, man. I hate it too because like I was like picked up all these players and I put people on the bench and right the people I put on the bench go on fire, man. I'm like, God damn it! Always happens. That's the worst. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the guys at work had Jared Goff on the bench, and then he thought Ryan Fitzmagic was gonna blow up, and then Fitzmagic got benched in the second half. <laughs> that was crazy. Did he? Yeah. Who they benched him for? Winston? Uh, Winston. It was the last the last game they played against the Bears. When the Bears oh, I, killed them. When, you, even... blew, when you blew up. Oh, when I had Trubisky? Trubisky! That was yeah. the best, that was that the was best pick ever. <laughs> I picked him up that, oh, that was, too. That's when you played Street Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, some guy named Street Sharks, yeah. Street Sharks? <laughs> you know. But, uh, Get him. No, it's crazy, man, because, like, obviously Mike's birthday is in – well, your birthday is in July – Mike's birthday is last month, and then mine's obviously coming up. But it's funny, though, because, like, when you reminisce about, like, when you're with your parents and stuff, it's kind of like when you when your parents kind of tease you and make fun of you, like, oh, man, you were a terror or whatever. Well, I got that all the fucking time. But, like, you know, no one ever wanted to watch you because you were a fucking terror as a kid, you know. And well, you had colic, fool, so. No, nah, I, had, I had milk, and my mom still gave me milk, you know, so. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> I was allergic to I was allergic to milk. Mom still gave me milk. God bless her. You know, I was at Ki- I was at Kaiser every other fucking week, broken femur, sliced eye, cracked my head open twice, you know. The fun shit. Yeah, fucking man. yeah. We had a membership to Kaiser. Yeah, I did, man. Definitely did. But kind of makes you think like was you kind of makes you think like back in the day when you were a kid, like what did you really do to piss off your your folks? <laughs> and I was just kind of like trying to talk about like what we ever did as a kid that really, you knew when your parents were upset because you got that fucking look, that stern voice look, or just that stare, you know? Or that or that thick ass cowboy belt to the ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I got. I always knew I was in trouble. When my mom was like Michael Ray Larini Jr. Yeah. When she said my full name and Ray was in there, you know, like I was like I knew I was in trouble then. Likewise, Brian Richard. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, man, that's what I was like. When your name is Mike and you got seven syllables, you're a fucking trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All I got is when I hear, I will be in my room. I hear my name go, Brent, and I'm like, oh shit. Oh damn. <laughs> I come out of my room. Did did you did you? One thing I did, I I had a BB gun, right? Oh gosh. And I would set up the cans, you know, around the yard, and I would shoot the. The cans with my BB gun, and sometimes they were ricocheted and hit the windows of the house. <laughs> so, so uh, a couple times they actually uh, cracked the windows, right? And uh, 
I didn't think my dad would see, but I guess he checks the windows. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he, he, he yells. He goes, Brent. And I go, what? He's all, why is this window broke over here? It's like a BB hole. And I was like, uh, I think I might have ricocheted it. He was like, <sighs> he went in the house, right? And like two hours later, he comes busting in my room with a big ass. My dad used to wear those thick cowboy belts with the big buckles. Oh, no. Oh, man. It was on after that. Looking with my ass. <laughs> God damn. All the time, man. Yeah, I had to. He took my BB guns away, too, after that. That was like that was like the fourth time in like two years that I busted with the BB guns and shit. You like fucking a Christmas story and shit or what? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I love my BB guns, though. You know, I had I had one too, man. It was I, I couldn't fucking hit a can if I was like a foot away from it. <laughs> I never <laughs> had a BB gun. I had a slingshot. Oh, a slingshot. Oh, yeah. I always wanted one. I'll buy you one, B. I, never, I could buy my own now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you one. I'm a dog now. I'll buy you one too, B. Okay. Yeah, three. Two slingshots. Two slingshots. Yeah. You know what? For me, man, I have like obviously I have a couple, but like to this day, uh <laughs> I think I've only been spanked once, man. I was I was in uh I, I was in preschool. You left and I rem- I remember fucking to this day <laughs> I called the guy fat. However, fat became fat fuck. <laughs> so I remember I get I get put in detention and my dad bad day in construction bad day at work and he walks right in he looks to his left and I'm right there and the first thing that came out of my mouth was is that not, is that a new shirt dad you know uh-huh. I tried to like just y'all oh, hell no man pop was when, when your parents are quiet with you and you're talking to them or they give you that one word answer you're like oh something's going on so got home Kelly was like you're in trouble and I'm like get out of here and then um <laughs> Yeah, pop pop pulled me in the room and whipped my ass, man. And then to this day, he kept telling me not to lie. And I'm like, Pop, I did not call him the F word. I said fat. But who knows? If I ever find that motherfucker, it's on. This guy. <laughs> what was his name? I don't even fuck Jeffrey. I don't know. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey yeah. I don't know, man. But that was that. And then and then obviously one of the, the <laughs> what the one of the greatest times ever was when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, my sister's 21st birthday party, I told my parents that I was going to study for a test and they believed me. I took my mom's who had a brand new Corolla. I took her keys out of her purse, hit them. They went out to my sister's birthday party at the wineries and then they're all thinking, oh yeah, Brian's studying. And then I took the car out for a joyride. I was going to go to some honey's house. And then on Highway 74, man, fucking get rolled up by 5 mm. That Yeah. Mm. And they pulled me over and shit because I, I guess the car was brand, the car was used, but I didn't know what the fucking registration was, which was fucking taped on the fucking windshield. But I, <laughs> I didn't fucking know, man. So the guy was just like, yeah, license and registration. Well, I forgot my license. Well, then where's the registration? I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. so How old are you? I was uh, I was 16. Okay, okay. You had a driver's um, license at least, right? No, I had no. I, I didn't have nothing yet, dude. Nothing. I was oh. just in, I was just in driver's ed. <laughs> so no shit. So then fucking. So the cop. So they take my mom's car for impounding, and the cop goes, "You know what? We're not even gonna take you to fucking. Uh, uh, we're not even gonna take you to the fucking office. We're gonna take you home." And I didn't want to go home, dude. Don't take me home. Oh. Yeah, man. 
so they took me home, man. So about nine o'clock at night, parents' car come, parents come down the drive, long ass driveway, and I'm fucking just scared shitless. Yeah, popped through his fucking jacket down and uh, definitely woke, make, made some sense into me and shit. And then uh, the next day, my parents had to spend, spend like 600 bucks on the fucking impounding. Damn. Oh, shit. So that was pretty bad, man. And then, and then right after that, um, I had to do 40 hours of community service and I had to drop out of driver's ed because my license was suspended until I wasn't able to get it until I was 18. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's why you didn't get it until you're 18. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Making sense now. That's why you. That's why you're rolling with me in the Buick. That's why I was rolling with you in the fucking the, the, the lady mobile dog. Yeah. What about you, Michael Ray? Oh, um. Let's see. Besides burning a field on fire, um, <laughs> damn. Knew I was in trouble there. I come home, running home, and jump on the couch and I'm, like crying. I, I don't know how old I am. I'm like at least like in maybe fifth or sixth grade, probably even younger and um, run and jump on the couch. And I'm like looking out the window. My mom's like, what the hell? And she kind of sees me like scared and I'm crying. And so she's like, what did you do? And I'm like, nothing, nothing. And then I was just like, kept on staring outside, you know, just cause like, I was just seeing if like the um, fire department were coming or whatnot. And then my mom heard the fire department. She heard the, the sirens and she's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And you know, I was telling her, but, um, so she grabbed me and took me down the street to where the fire was. And she's a single mom, you know, at this time, you know, my parents already got the divorce. So my mom literally dragged me down there and told the fire department, my son burnt this field on fire. Yeah, not even knowing like what, um, what repercussions were going to come to me, you know, or even as like a single mom, what she was going to have to, you know, she was, we were liable for any property or whatnot, but she took me straight down there and um, ratted me out. So, but it was a good lesson for me just to always take, you know, take responsibility and stuff like that, that she kind of taught me. And then, so I had to go to community service and they had, they showed me all these videos about like people being burned and like all this stuff like that. And talking <laughs> like a little bit about like fire and stuff like that. So that was, I, I was in trouble then. Um, I did a bunch of stuff, man. Ever since I was a like, young kid, I remember like running around. You remember when girls used to, used to chase girls, like when you were younger? Yes, sir. Yep. In like kindergarten. So I remember I was running through the field or I was running through the park and everything and kids would sit down Indian style and like the girls would chase you, you know, and just to give them like a couple steps, I would jump in between the people like doing, sitting Indian style. And one time I just clocked one in the knee or with my knee, I clocked him in the face. I had to go to the principals then. My mom had to come down. <laughs> got in trouble. One time I was sitting against a fence and the girl came up to me and I kind of like she tapped my shoulder and I swung my arm. And I, I didn't mean like hit her, but I was just like turning around. But, you know, you're like clumsy little kid. I ended up smacking her, ended up going to the principal's office. Damn, uh, I was, damn, I was always in trouble, man. I was always like getting in trouble doing something. Yeah. Smacking bitches from back in the day. Huh? <laughs> no baby powder, though. No baby powder. <laughs> uh, God damn, dog. I was always weird. I mean, like, I grew up around my cousins and um, that were, or my cousin BJ that was older. So I was always getting into something, doing something um, um, with them, you know, because I was a younger one. So I always had to try to prove myself. I remember we broke into people's houses before. Damn, thug. Yeah, we used to uh, get 
shotgun bullets and glue a, glue a cork, like hammer a nail through the cork, glue the shotgun, glue, glue the cork to the bottom of the shotgun. And supposedly if you throw it up and it lands perfectly, it's going to hit the ground and shoot off. But it never did. You know, I don't know what the hell, but we would run and we'd throw it up in the air. We were stupid, man. I Yeah, we used to do stupid stuff. I remember I used to steal cigarettes for BJ <laughs> at Target when Target used to have cigarettes. That's funny shit. Oh, Target used to sell cigarettes? Yeah, Target used to sell cigarettes, and they used to have them right when you used to check out. So you would buy something, and like if you just put your hand behind your back mm-hmm. and grab the cigarette, because they didn't even have to grab it at that point in time. It was like you could still grab the cigarette. Oh, uh, they weren't so tight on security on nah, the Nah, not even so. I would put my hand behind my back as a kid and put it in my back pocket, you know, if nobody was behind me in line. Yeah. And so I'd get free cigarettes, you know. So, yeah, I was I was bad, man. My, my, cousin, my cousins never helped me out, man. Or all those little friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't always get caught, though. But school, though, I did. School, I was always Hell doing yeah. something, being like, you know, the class clown, you know. Yep, I was there. Yeah, but my mom, let's see, I ran a car through the, I ran a, I ran my car through their kitchen or no, their bathroom. Damn. Luckily, nobody was, luckily, nobody was in there because we were all outside. We're changing brakes. That was one of the things that my stepdad, um, really, really like, um, like really came down on us about like, if you're going to drive a car, you need to know to do some functional things. You know, you need to know to uh, change your brakes, change your tires and change your oil. So that's what we'd always do. So he was teaching me for my first time to change the brakes. So once I got done changing my brakes and everything, I didn't know you're supposed to pump the brakes to get the brake fluid line. You got to bleed brakes. Yep. Yes. Did not know that. <laughs> so my car was trapped behind a boat that we had. So I had to go, I had to go forward a little bit to, to get a better angle to back out, you know? Yeah. So when I was doing that, I pressed the brake and it wouldn't stop. So I started panicking. I started slamming on the brakes, slamming on the brakes, and I accidentally slammed on the gas. Oh, bad thing to do! Oh, right into the right into the bathroom. Just thank God nobody was in there, you know. Damn, and my brother still to the, my brother still to this day is like, man, you were so lucky. Like that was not you were not his blood, you know, because he was like, <laughs> I would have <laughs> been beat, you know, like uh, he was like, I would have been yelled at, you know, he just kind of looked back and then kind of just looked forward. I think he was just kind of trying to um, collect his, to be uh, get his composure, you know, because I knew he was going to yell at me, man. But ever since then, man, I know, pump those brakes, pump those <laughs> brakes. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, he tells me now, he's like, you know what, I probably should have told you, you know, it was your first time doing it. He didn't, you know, he didn't watch me the whole time do it. Uh, he should have told me, but still, you know, I was like, my, my brother was like, why'd you slam on the gas though? I was like, why'd you pull the emergency brake? All these things, but you don't think about that at that moment, you know? No, you don't, man. I mean, even if I just probably just kept the car rolling, all it would have done is bump and hit the thing and would have probably just stopped you know what i mean yeah it's not like i needed a slam on the it's not like it you know the 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 wall would have stopped me you know but yeah, yeah. daniel son you have to keep your composure i know man <laughs> oh that's fucking hilarious <sighs> Damn, well, they do a lot of shit oh i that's probably <laughs> if i had a better memory that's probably not even half of it i remember throwing a rock at some kid's face and scratching his eye and almost like cutting his eyeball like a couple times the fuck? Yeah, that was in elementary school, and I like graduated with that kid. So I used to always like say, "How's your eye?" 
close your eyes. Poor kid. Um, yeah, I, I'd always get in trouble, man. That's funny shit. <laughs> That's real funny shit. My dad, though, I never really got in trouble with him too much. The only time was, I think, when I got my DUI. That was rough. Yeah. Other than that, but I was old. I was like 20 by then. Oh, you thug? Yeah. Slapping bitches and, <laughs> and crashing cars. <laughs> or not, I didn't crash that car. Right? Well, yeah, I crashed another car before that, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Drink responsibly, kids. Drink responsibly. Call an Uber. Call an Uber. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of crashing, uh, Brian, you kicked my ass last week in, in some, certain, some kind of fantasy league. <laughs> Yes, I did, man. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I uh, actually I went three for three all three of my leagues. Oh, where? Yeah. So if you guys, anyone listening, you guys see a free agent, Robert Woods. Wide, he's probably not a free agent, but Robert Woods, Rams has been a money maker for me. Melvin Gordon has been amazing, and then uh, B had B had three people Monday night, and he had Kamara, Peterson, and Alex Smith, and I had Breezy. See, but you're also lucky too because I fucking had Aaron Rodgers and Deon- and then uh, Thompson from the Broncos on the bench, and I'm like, fuck, I would have had 200 points. Oh yeah, but I mean, you but still beat good. me by like 40 something. <laughs> yeah, man, I-, I won, but it's all good. I mean, it's just it's good to fucking win again in that league. I- that league's tough. Our league is tough right there. I got my my own flesh and blood. My sister is fucking whipping our asses and shit. Except for John, man, John's wiping us all up. I know. Uh, I know. I know. We all gotta. Yeah, we gotta figure out this gotta dirty bird father. On that one, man. Injuries. Somebody will get injured on this team soon. That or that or a bye, man. Yeah, bye weeks. Yeah, bye weeks kill sometimes. Oh yeah. They yeah, they kill. Oh, I forgot yeah. to even look at for that. Yeah. But it's funny though because Kelly's got the most points. And then John, and then like yeah. Mano Savage is like cracking me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's—I don't think he's too happy about his team. Yeah, I don't think so. He's got a good squad, but yeah. you know they got to perform. That's the one thing about fantasy; it's all about luck. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all about luck. It's all about if you just depending on that player to ball out, then you have no control over. That's what it kind of sucks. Yeah, you yeah, need all of them going all off at the same time, you know? Yeah. But damn, Street Sharks went off pretty good last week. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do have Robert Woods, too, so you know what I'm talking about. Oh, see? Oh. This guy right here. You got a squad, huh? No, yeah. I know I do, but it's that same thing. They don't all just go off at the same time, you know? Shit, Mike was so used to waking up looking at fucking the stock markets. Now he's looking at fucking fantasy stuff. <laughs> 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 Fuck, I got a bench here. I got to start him. Oh, that's why I was dying, man. This one can call me up like, you making moves, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what you got to do, right? I texted him because I was like, damn, you fucking, you beat, you, he whipped Rob's ass. And then Rob's like, I'm just going to be a punching bag. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, I play him, I play Rob this week, so we'll see. Well, Rob staked me the first week, though. Yeah. I don't know who I'm playing this week. Uh, you're playing, let's see here, man, all the matchups. Let's see. B, B, you're playing one of my guys at work, Corey, and then you're playing uh, Tim Ellenwood. Oh, okay. My homie. The homie Tim. Yeah, I'm playing Dumpster Fire, who's Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he changed, 
Oh, he, he changed, changed his name to Dumpster Fight. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, he changed his name. And then league, I played again in the league, and uh, we're both in first tie for first place. I mean, I got him by a couple points, but the, we're both four and one, and it's it's a good league. It's crazy. Yeah, man. But we're both gonna get money this year. Hopefully, we make the playoffs. Yeah. Get money. Get money, because I haven't made the playoffs. I don't know, the last three years or two years when we played in this league. I'm telling you, Monique's league, I'm three and two in the ESPN league. And, uh-huh. uh, that, I, I'm, so, I'm so used to Yahoo's fantasy. Yeah, ESPN's kind of hard, but, well, it just takes a little time, I guess. To get used to it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm yeah. not a big fan of it because I have that league, too, and I'm, I'm three and two in that league. But I don't like the whole setup for ESPN. I'm just not a big fan of it. You know, but when the homie says, hey, you want to join a league, you know me, I'll join like 15 leagues if people ask me. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll just join them. Because I like doing it. It's fun, you know. I, I have my basketball draft uh, this Saturday. For what? Fantasy basketball. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, I, had, I didn't do it last year, but um, I like fantasy basketball. The thing about fantasy basketball is draft a lot of players who get a lot of rebounds. Mm-hmm. For some reason, those teams – Fare better throughout the year because you get a lot of you get you get, you get like yeah, you might get like fifteen points for that player, but he, if he's getting you like twelve boards, um, because big men don't get a lot of turnovers like a point guard, and that affects you on points. Okay, so I figured that out. Um, that yeah, you get a lot of guys who rebound a lot and they don't get a lot of turnovers, and they can semi score. You'll be straight. I mean, you're gonna want to get you're gonna want to get like one or try to get one or two big players, but if most of your team's, like, a lot of rebounders and, and stuff, you know, you're straight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We'll see, man. I mean, it should be it's, – it's funny, though, because what you have to do now is you got a double TV. You got the Doyers on one station, and you got Fantasy on the other – on Red Zone, basically, because Red Zone's the only channel I watch. Yeah. You know, but I got to say, man, the Doyers, they look – I mean, I know they had that one slip-up game, but they look good, and it's going to be a good series with the Brew Crew. I mean, the Brewers, obviously – you just got to worry about the bullpen. They got a, that lefty, that white boy lefty that's a fucking stud. Um, yeah. <clears throat> they got a good squad, dude. I mean, Kristen Yelich, so cowboy. He's mm-hmm. going to he's gonna be the MVP probably of the National League. Um, he's Rizzo, legit. Renzo Cocaine, Kang. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Kang. But you guys look good too. Manny Machado's played some good ball. Yeah, yes. I, I'm thinking it's going to be a six, seven game series. That's going to go seven, man. Yes. Yeah. Tell so you what, think- though. What's up? I, I didn't bring this up. I know you were at the game, but I got to bring this up from game one of the Braves. Ryu looked fucking oh. stud, dog. Oh, he was he was dealing that night. I was like, damn, this is I've never seen him pitch that well ever. He pitched game one. That's why everyone's like, why? And then Dave Roberts is like, that's why. He's been on, yeah, he's been pitching good the last month. Yeah, so man. it carried over. I I, I was kind of a little concerned of him pitching game one, but I'm telling you, no, no more. No more. Being at that game, man, I was that was best experience ever, man. That was dope experience. Playoff better than playoff. Yeah, better than deja, better than nice. better than better than deja vu be? Oh, uh, most definitely better. Well <laughs> 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 better than deja vu. Yeah, with um with the, what was her name? Uh, <laughs> Halle Berry. No, nah, yeah, Halle Berry was was good, but um what's what's that old chick that was there? Uh Donna Summers old Donna ass Summers. up there on, on the pole. <laughs> I was like, what's this old old black chick doing up on the pole? You know? Fucking broken fucking hip and shit. Pastor Prime, dog. I was somewhere. I don't know. I, I was at somewhere and they were like, 
somebody was saying something about like a kid asked them or somebody asked them. I don't remember what the story was, but they're like, who cleans the stripper pole? Oh, I was like, what the hell? Who, who thinks of that? <laughs> There's somebody who has to clean that pole. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the, it's the waitress girls that have to clean it. It's the waitress. <laughs> that. Fuck. I haven't been there forever, but that's where I remember from what I remember last. It's a, it's a gay club now. I heard. I don't know. Deja Vu is a gay club. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But um, the Vu that was a fun, that was a fun time. The Vu, <laughs> the Vu, the Vu, man, I'm telling you. But yeah, it's crazy though, cause like fucking. So and then you got the Astros and the Red Sox, and it's like Astros and the Red Sox is that the matchup everyone wanted to see, and I don't know who the fuck's gonna win. I mean, I'm gonna take Houston again, even though they won it. Like Houston's scary. Yeah, but Bo- I'm telling you, man. The one thing about Boston is David Price is shitty as a starting pitcher in the playoffs only. Yeah, that's weird. He's zero and nine. It's like he gets to the playoffs and he doesn't know what the hell to pitch anymore. He has like a almost a seven ERA in the playoffs. Yeah, he's he's, he's like the Marvin Lewis and shit of the playoffs. It's weird, man. <laughs> so that should be a good. I mean, I think they're both going to go seven, and it's just going to be it's going to be crazy. You know, you know what? Speaking of Marvin Lewis, I think the Bengals are gonna get their first win in the playoffs this year. They look good. They look they, scary, man. They're good. Um, even though they're kind of weird, the, the Lions actually look pretty good. I mean, they they beat the Green Bay. They put a whipping on New England that one week. Mm-hmm. I know Dallas beat them and shit, but I mean the way the fucking boys did. Man. <sighs> yeah, Jerry exactly. Jones. They got a, a lot of things got to change. <laughs> Like, right now, right now, I'd have to say it's 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 the Rams and the Chiefs, dude. Oh yeah, but the Chiefs have a tough test at New England. At New England, yeah, that should be a good game, and then we'll see what happens. Mahomes, Mahomes talks like this. Uh, Mahomes, <laughs> dog, we'll see. Yeah. He's kind of looking shaky. I mean, they killed Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, that's true. Everyone was saying Jacksonville's going to put an ass whipping, but we'll see, man. I mean. This is the exciting thing about football season, you know. It's like the Falcons, not that good. Raiders, sorry, Mike, they don't yeah. look. They <laughs> the look weird. The Raiders. They uh, look weird. They look weird, man. It's just like you think they're gonna be good, and they just like they didn't fucking run the ball with Marshawn Lynch. They threw it again at interception. <laughs> they didn't learn their lesson, did they? Mm-mm. Marshawn's probably like, "Why do they keep doing this to me? <laughs> right? <laughs> just give me no the ball. Sh- I'll run it in." No shit, man. But uh. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting week of sports. You know, um, you know, I'm going to call out – I think I, I got Dallas going to take Jacksonville. And, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to fucking win, man. I've got a home game. Bortles looked shaky last well, last week against the Chiefs. So, we'll see. The one thing about Dallas i got to say is our defense looks good. I'm real happy oh, with yeah. our defense. Yeah, most definitely. But I'm, I'm going to say my – my pick, my upset pick. I'm gonna pick Denver to win at home against the Rams. Uh, fucking mile high, dog. It's gonna snow. Okay. So I'm feeling the weather's gonna affect them. Denver's used to playing in that weather. Um, Rams are great. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I think the snow's gonna slow down the receivers. From you know, they're good. Brandon Cooks, Co- uh, Cooper Cup, Robert. They Wood. might not even play. I heard they're on pace to play, but nobody knows yet. It's still got I tell you what, though, man, Seattle looked really good against the Rams. They did. They did. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, yeah. Seattle looked pretty scary, you know. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the upset, dude. It's going to be – I got 
Cleveland over the Chargers. Yeah, who? Cleveland. 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 The, yeah, I think the way they're looking good. I mean, they should honestly, dude, the Browns should be fucking 4 0. Uh, they should have beat the Saints, field goal. They should have yeah. beat the Steelers, field goal. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Raiders, they fucking, I guess the, I didn't watch the game, but I heard the refs fucked them over. Um, but yeah, it was a good dude. Sounds over the Chargers. Okay. Chargers. The Chargers. That you know that's a, that's a big trend though. You're talking about the kicking game. I for some reason the kickers have been bad in the last couple of years on kicks compared Mason, to like any, any Crosby. <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> five. Like and I'm surprised, I'm surprised he still has a job. I was about to say, and he still got his job. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on with kickers. Are they just losing their edge, or they just are they afraid? Or like they're not kicking with confidence anymore? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. But that, and then the uh, the missed extra points. Do you know? It's like yeah. fuck. Yeah, I wish it was back at the what 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 yard line was it? The, the fifteen? No, not the fifteen. Yeah, I think the two. The, the ten. It's like a twenty yard field goal, pretty much. But it makes you like, like I said, when they kick the extra point, you don't go to the bathroom. You watch that shit. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, because they'll it's not guaranteed to go in. Yeah, exactly, man. So it's it's been crazy like that, you know. But like, yeah, uh, just you're the kicker. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who has a good kicker? We do. Oh yeah, we do. Actually, he's not bad. Yeah, I, I was kind of upset by Dan Bailey, but the kicker is actually legit. Oh, you know what? Fucking Carolina has a good kicker, man. God damn. Oh yeah, sixty-three yard winning field goal. Hell yeah, that was crazy. God damn, Graham Cano, don't you know? Don't you know, Graham Cano? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, we, B, I know you got your fucking fantasy hockey draft <laughs> coming up soon, man. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day about that. Like my first year playing fantasy sports on Yahoo, um, I joined the uh, fantasy hockey league, and I, I, of course, I let it auto draft because I'm like, I only know a few players, mm-hmm. and I end up winning. The league. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I ended up winning the league. I was lucky as shit. I'm a guy who doesn't really watch hockey as much, end up winning the league. So I bet a lot of the other guys know all the players and, and who's good and who's bad. I was like, fuck it, I'll auto draft and see what I do. But that was back in 2001, though. <laughs> and I remember the name of my team was called Blazing Pucks. Blazing Pucks as well. <laughs> that was the only time, though. But yeah, that's funny shit. So, hell yeah. So, so the, obviously, go ahead. Sports, man. And obviously, I mean, I don't know about what you guys have been. Watching. I mean, a lot of, some good shows came out. Some good comedy specials came out. They just brought back Last Man Standing on Fox. I don't know if you guys watched that. I don't really watch it, but everyone's all happy they brought that back. No. Has anyone seen the Cool Kids? No. Mm-mm. Fuck. I'm, I want to. I want to see if anyone's seen that shit. It looks funny. What uh? What network is that? It's on Fox with David Allen Greer. Uh, oh, the one where they're like older, right? Yeah. Like older yeah. I heard it's funny as shit, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't watched any of it. I just want to see if anyone's watched that shit yet. No. Not me. You know me. I don't be watching shit. What have you been watching, though, <laughs> B? Um, well, uh, it's funny. Um, I watched... Last night, I watched the uh, Quincy Jones documentary. Oh, yeah. we I watched that one, too. And um, I've always been a, a big fan of Quincy Jones and what he's done over the years. But I, watching that documentary, I learned a lot of things about him I didn't know. Like, I didn't know he he worked with um, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, uh, I did not know that either. Toured with him. And 
And I didn't know he – I know he worked with some of the, the jazz greats like Miles Davis and Dizzy Gillespie and all that, but just like his influence through when he started – he was 14 in a band. Yeah. In a jazz band. So from 14 till I don't know, he's like, what, 83, 84 years old now? Mm-hmm. His influence and the crazy thing, I didn't know he he moved to – was it Paris? Yeah. The, the learn how to do string um, – String uh, like instruments, yeah. Comp- uh, compo- oh, composing. Sorry, composing strings, and so like this guy wanted to learn every aspect of music, and I thought it was pretty dope because like he he learned everything. Yeah, I thought it was crazy how he just never stopped working. It sounded like no, nah, no. Nah, Till this day, he's still yeah pushing through with his production company, and then him being the creator of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Was he? Yeah, he was the hip. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. he's the one who got Will. The, he called up Will. Was like, "Hey, I got something for you," and so like he's just, everything he touches has been magic. But it's just cool to see his journey and what he's done, like musically. Like nobody, he's probably the best pound for pound. He's the best producer of all time, producer yeah. slash composer. He he's been he's done everything you can imagine. You know, hmm. from the from the Thriller album, you know, but Michael Jackson's first two solo albums, just yep. monster sales and great songs and. And all of that. So I thought it was cool when they were they showed the um, Frank Sinatra stuff, where mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra when um, I think I don't know if it was when he passed away or something, but he gave him a ring, and he always has that ring on ever since then. He said he'll never take that ring off until he dies. And yeah. it's just this little pinky ring that he's got that he said that Frank Sinatra gave to him. And they had like this crazy relationship that I did not know. I I didn't I never knew. He was in in the background of so many of those things with him. Yeah, because you didn't you didn't know who Quincy Wood Jones was at that time, you know. Well, yeah, at that age, I mean, we yeah. knew Quincy was, you know, as uh-huh. older. But I mean, like, yeah, how much do we dive back to to watch exactly how they got started? So that was I I really enjoyed that um, that documentary also. Hmm. Yeah, that was cool. yeah, very cool documentary. And um, also, <laughs> Joe Rogan's new stand up, uh, Strange Times. Yeah. Man, that, I didn't realize he was that funny. Like he had me rolling, man. Yeah, Joe Rogan, and he's very vulgar too. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, I've, I've seen like a little bit of his first one. Um, we were watching with a group of people, so I don't, or not his first one, but the one, that, the other one that he's got on um, triggered. Netflix. Yeah, that's it's funny. <laughs> and I listened to it with people, so I didn't really get to listen to it exactly. So I need to go back and listen to that one again, and I, I want to listen to the, also the one that you're talking about too, B. Yeah, I, I I mean I I know he did stand up, um, and but I didn't really listen to like any of his stand ups in in the past. But I was like, well, Joe, I like his podcast, so let me see what he's all about. And, mm-hmm. and he had me probably one of the funniest stand ups this year that came out on Netflix. Ooh, I'm serious. Like he he <laughs> he had me dying in here. I, I, Brian, if you were home, I bet you would have been like, what the fuck's going on in there? Yes. <laughs> the fuck is guy laughing about? <laughs> That's funny shit. Was yeah, it? Was I, it- was huh? it better? Was it better than Dio? Um, honestly, I from the last I was getting, uh, I can say a little, little, little bit funnier, little bit. Okay. Yeah, like he had me, he had me rolling on shit. <laughs> but I do like the DL though. Oh fuck yeah, DL, DL, DL. You know, he's never done a bad special ever. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ke- hey, Keisha, you, you baby in here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I was tired. Oh man. <laughs> I got my kids. We're in the car already. <laughs> 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 that shit got me fucking rolling, dog. Oh man. 
Oh, you want you want to look at my phone? Let me pack my bags. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you wake up from a coma. <laughs> yeah, dog. That shit was classic, man. What about you, Mr. Larini? What you be watching? Um, I haven't really been watching too much since we've been moving, so I've been just kind of all my days and nights have been occupied, so I haven't been able to watch too much. Um, still just plugging away with Seinfeld, and like I said, I just started listening to Bob's Burger, which I'm still loving. But there is one that I kind of go back. It's um, Jack Whitehall, which is a uh, comedian from England. You know, he's like really big. He used to be on a show called Fresh Meat that's on like mm-hmm. Hulu. It's like a younger one, a younger show that they had, like when uh, teenagers going through high school or college and stuff like that. He um, so he goes around tours. He's like this big comedian. But what he did was his dad's like really posh and like really like up like he thinks his shit doesn't think. And he's like, you know, likes the finer things in life. So he so he takes his dad on tour and he just takes him through like really crazy situations, you know. And you just see his his face and how he's got to go through it. And then he's like, I'm not going to do this. And then sometimes he does things. I don't know. It's interesting. So I kind of watch that one as like background stuff as I like pack and do things. So. Oh, shit. But I really haven't been listening to too much stuff right now. Or watching too much stuff, I should say. Cray cray. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Uh, I've been watching a couple things, dude. Um, uh, the new Mayans, the spinoff from Sons of Anarchy, uh, Mayans Motorcycle Club. It's fucking, it's pretty good, man. It's got that same vibe from Sons of Anarchy. I was a big fan of it, and then uh, watching this, um, it's fucking good. I think they're on episode five or six right now. So, you know, that one definitely watching. And then uh, Monique got me hooked on uh, Ninety Day Fiance. Um, if y'all haven't seen that shit, man, it is some fucked up shit, dog. <laughs> I remember you told about that, that Nigeria guy. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> so what happens is, is that if you like these people meet, they're from like some. There's you, got, you have the Americans, and the Americans meet people from different countries, you know, online. And what happens is, is that they go over and they obviously when you get a a, a passport or, or a, uh, what is it a visa. You have three months, 90 days. So they meet up or whatever, and it's either are they going to marry them or not? And some of this shit, like you got this 54-year-old Georgia woman who's a big-ass fucking offensive lineman. <laughs> just white, just just trash, dude. Like big old, her name's Angela. And she goes out to Nigeria and finds herself a little brother man named Michael who's 30 years old. And- hey, that shit wasn't me. <laughs> you know you see this shit i mean it's 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 fucking addictive dog and there there's just people are crazy dude no lie and when you watch this shit it's just like it's amazing and some of the couples work out and stuff but next week is the tell-all and that's the one that we really want to watch because oh so like recaps them oh man dude it's gonna get fuck. there was a fight i guess or from what the snippet showed but it's just it's amazing what people do and then like you know, when you meet the woman at first, are you going to tell them the truth? And some guy, one of the dudes, he like he went out to Colombia to find a woman. And I guess the woman was five hours late. He still waited for her. She showed up and then she fucking left. And then he never she never called him back. So he, he ended up getting after another girl he got. And the wedding ring that was supposed to go to the girl that flaked on him, he gave the wedding ring to the new chick. <laughs> Damn. And he came clean at the end and shit. But on the tell all. All hell breaks loose, so we'll see what happens, man. But yeah, Monique got me hooked on that shit. It's fucking dog. If you guys haven't watched that shit, watch it because it's each episode's like two hours long. It's every Sundays, but you just watch it and you just get amazed with like 
You said two hours two long. Two hour show? No, no. If you watch it on the if you stream it, it's fucking like ninety minutes because of commercials. Yeah, yeah. But oh, just long show, <laughs> dog. I'm telling you, you'll you'll watch it and you'll be hooked because it's just like, oh hell no, oh, maybe, oh hell no, you know, like <laughs> that's, that's that's how these people are. Like maybe this, maybe that, and then it's just like, what the fuck? That's insane. It, it yeah, it's just like you shake your head, like what the fuck. <laughs> So yeah, but I've been watching that man, and then uh, yesterday we saw uh, the movie Venom. Highly, mm-hmm. highly fucking recommended, dude. Really? Fuck yeah! It was you would like it, bro. I didn't know because they normally what they do is they like let um, um, critics watch it, and they held back and didn't let any critics watch it. Normally, that's like a bad sign. No, it was like it's, it's movie. It's like what did we say yesterday? Because Monique said it's, it's it's her favorite Marvel movie. And oh shit! Yeah, it was honestly, dude. It, it has a little Deadpool to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny. It it's funny, but you, Mike, I'm telling you, Tom Hardy, good actor in this oh, one. Tom Hardy's one of the best actors out right now. Yeah, and this one, no, this one, you would like it, dog. It was really good. I can't wait for the sequel. Um, but if you watch it, wait and when the because obviously Marvel does that shit. You gotta wait until the end because. There's a surprise at the end. It's fucking really good. Yeah, it's got to be X Men or Spider Man. Consider nope. It's cool. Nope. Is Vin- Venom's the bad guy? Right? Coming, yeah, Venom's no. The bad guy. He normally is a bad guy. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. It's kind of tricky though. He does. Yep. He does play that gray line, you know. Okay. I was dog, and I was thinking about you too, because I'm like when the movie ended, because I'm like I gotta I gotta ask my cousin this shit, because Venom's always been one of Venom and the Punisher are always my favorites on Marvel, always my fave. But I'm like, I thought the same thing because I remember Venom was an arc enemy of Spider-Man. Yeah. But then how they're doing it right now, I don't want to say too much, but like what, what they're doing now, it's like, oh shit. Like, and Mike's been the co- Mike's the comic book guy. So he knows all the Venom characters. Like who's Spider-Man? Spoiler Spider-Man no, Spoiler Spider-Man alert. was never really I was never really strong in Spider-Man. Some stuff I read later on, and none of the arcs I read had anything to do with Venom. But what I remember was something to do with Venom was like something about a space or something. But yeah, he he does he goes up and down about like if he's good or bad, you know. But that's like any kind of a dark um, character sometimes that they have him go different ways and different routes, you know, like exactly like Deadpool, like you said, you know. Yeah, this is, but no, they said you honestly, dog. I think you you and Laura, I think Laura would like it too. It was funny, bro. Like it had really good parts and shit. Um, it was just the homeboy fucking played it so fucking perfect. And then we're about to leave, and then we're like, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden, when you when you wait, they it's do not half a, do another movie. <laughs> nah, they said half a credit, and you see the surprise. You're like, oh shit. Okay. And, um, it's gonna carry on. So they're already talking about the sequel and shit. So I okay. like I said, hi- highly highly recommend that shit. It was definitely worth it. Is should DC even put out movies because Marvel's kicking ass? <laughs> DC, actually, they did. I just saw the trailer for Shazam. That looks bad. <laughs> it that looks funny. Bad it looks. I'm, it looks funny. I think Ooh. that. I think they finally did something good with that. Shazam. Shazam yeah. is like a. Um, is kind of like their Deadpool. Their funny. Yeah, I'm about character. to say that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's just a it, the the story is going to be really good. I, I, I thought it was Shaq or something. I was like Shazam. <laughs> I know <laughs> Shazam too or what? Now, Mike, let me ask you, Mike, the guy that plays Shazam is that who's is that Zach Levi? I don't think he's. I don't even know who Zach who's Zach Levi. He was on Chuck. That show Chuck. Yeah, that used to be my oh, favorite show back in the day. Does look like him. I don't think that's him though. Um, okay, but no, the trailer looked good, man. 
Yeah, no, the trailer looked good. I mean, especially like just being like as a young kid and being like a, a comic book fan, like seeing it like that and like just being a kid and hit him getting the powers like that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Let me see. Saw the trailer for Captain Marvel. Eh. <laughs> Captain Marvel's is just she's just gonna be really pivotal to the Infinity Wars um storyline because she is the only one. There's only a few characters that can battle Thanos. When yeah, he it has is. all the rings. Sorry, brother. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, oh, The Rock is in it too. Oh, where? He's Black Adam, but Captain Marvel is Zach Levi. Yeah, it was. It is Chuck. Oh, Adam Brody's in it too. Nice. Yeah, and then Mark Strong is Doctor Sivana. No, but I was gonna before I forget. You know what um, trailer we did see? Now, do you guys remember the movie called Unbreakable? Yeah, dude, I can't wait Stop. for. Yes. Um, yes, I cannot wait for this because you because did you, you yep. um, if you don't know that I haven't seen the other one. What's the one with um, Split? Split. I watched half of it. I got to go back. That's one of my other favorite actors. That dude did probably a phenomenal role in that. Of what I can see, it was that Michael Fassbender. No, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Um, but yeah, that's all related. That's all Emmeline yep. Shamalan, whatever that dude's name is. Yep. Um, that's all his storyline and. There hasn't been a comic book movie depicted in such a great way of like if it was if it really did happen like um, Unbreakable. Unbreakable was was awesome. So now it's basically Unbreakable went through Bruce was it Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Baby. No, but yeah, yeah. that one was mostly about Bruce Willis's storyline, and then Split was about Split, and then now Glass is I think supposedly supposed to be about more of Samuel Jackson, but they're all kind of intertwined now. Yeah, it was that crazy. Was insane. I saw the trailer and I'm like, that fucker waited that long because Unbreakable was so good. And a yeah. lot of people don't give him credit, but that was like one of my I like science the most, but I liked Unbreakable. And then when I saw this, I'm like, oh, no fucking way, dude. Yeah, and I need to finish Split. I th- I think I might have finished Split. Good movie. Oh uh, no, I finished it all the way. That's right. But he, but like now is he gonna combine like the village and with Lady Out of Water or no? No, it's not. It's not like that. It's not like he's not. He's not like combining all his worlds. It's just basically those superhero ones. I never even seen Village. That was terrible. That didn't have anything to do with superheroes, right? No, no. Yeah, the just... Village was about plants, right, or something like that. No, that's the happening. The Village oh, okay. is about like the 1700s and shit. And okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gonna intertwine it like that. Um, talking about intertwining all your worlds that you create, um, Stephen King has um, Castle House or something on um, Hulu. It's okay. It's okay, yeah, but he basically combines all his stories and they're okay. all like living in the same world. Because uh, I saw it with Shawshank, um, episode one, and I'm like, I got all excited, and then it, I just we, we couldn't stay up. It was so slow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't finish all the way, but I heard some good things about it, so I don't know. We watched, uh, it was, dude, I don't recommend, it's on Netflix, 1922. It's with uh, Tom Jane about his wife, he kills his wife and shit for the money. It's a Stephen King fucking. Uh, oh, yeah, that's that one where she's like, it's like, they're like, she's like trapped on a bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you're talking about the one, okay, I know which one you're talking about, with a kid, right? With the kid and rats and shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but. Oh man, well, looks like we went pretty good on some movies. What about some music? What about anybody? Um, Logic's new, I think it's a mixtape. Okay. I, I, I finally finished listening to that one, uh, Young Sinatra 4. 
which uh, all his Young Sinatra um, mixtapes are are pretty they're pretty good. But actually, um, <laughs> somebody asked me, tagged me on something on Facebook, said that Young Sinatra Four was better than um, the Carter Five. Oh, and I was like, yeah, you would think Logic's better than Lil Wayne lyrically or whatever you would think, but um. At the time, I was I'm, I've been feeling the Little Wayne album for some reason. I don't know. I just been a good good vibe off of it. Yeah, um, I went back and listened to. Or I no, I went back. I listened to the Little Wayne one. I liked a lot of the stuff. I don't know if I'll go back and put anything in the playlist, but um, lyric wise, it was great. I the only problem I have with Wayne is he just crutch or he leans on the N word so much. I wish he could like you know it just seems like he just always goes back, always goes back to that. A lot of rappers do. <laughs> I know, but I listened to a track, man. I could have swore every fourth word. I really never have a problem with it, but when it when I felt like it was being used as not a creative, yeah, it was just something that it was like he would like. I, I, he could have been more creative than just to always hit that verse and then the verse. But maybe that's what his. Maybe that's what the pattern was in the whole song. You know, I, I might have to go back and listen to it again. If that's what he was doing from the very beginning and ran through the whole way, then okay. Okay. But I, I was about to start counting my fingers, and I, I think I ran out of fingers and toes. Yeah, but but, uh, but I liked a, I liked a lot of his stuff though. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I liked it. But after finally finishing up the logic, I can I rather I picked so far. I was like, I'll take Little Wayne over the logic, but I need to finish it. So I actually finished listening to it, and I do like it. I mean, um, logic lyrically, I like because he touches on a lot of things. You know, yeah, he he covers a lot of things and um, just uh, dope flows. I mean, sometimes I get kind of tired of his super fast flow. Mm-hmm. I would wish he would uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I mean, he's no he's no Bone Thugs and Harmony. He's a rap. He doesn't have to rap fast all the time, but I know that's his thing. Yeah. But like when he slows it down sometimes, I, I'd rather hear that flow when he slows it down up and slows it up. So is this like a persona two of his, like this this young yeah. Sinatra? Yeah, he calls himself young Sinatra and his crew, like a couple of his friends, like the rat they call him the, the rat pack too. Like, okay. So he's I guess he's a Sinatra of the rat pack. Okay. Yeah, because he's I watched that documentary or something on him and he was talking about pulling out the piano a lot now and singing, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, he's starting to create and make his own beats a little bit sometimes. And um no, he's very creative. He 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 got bought a house and he built his own studio in there. Nice. So yeah, he's um he's doing his thing, you know. He's I I mean he's he's a dope MC. So um he has his one song, um on the album, uh, when he talks, uh, it's called Wu Tang Forever. Okay. And um, it has like Ghostface on there and like some of the Wu Tang members. Uh, it's, it's pretty dope. He kind of gives a little homage to Wu Tang, but um, yeah, it's uh, I like it, man. That's what I've been listening to lately. Nothing else has really caught my. Uh, my ear besides that that earth gang jid collab I, I, I ran across where i was like god damn these guys are just yeah i'm just dreamville <laughs> to me are just just so insane yeah yeah lyrically wise music wise and everything that they do i'm just like man they're how how could you not do so well with with j cole like in in your corner you know what i mean but um yeah, but not to take anything from them though, too, because they're doing great. You know, every single thing they've been dropping out right now, both those both those people 
Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's got me like just waiting for the new thing, looking on YouTube, looking on um, Google Music, just waiting for anything to drop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. But uh, me, I went back after after last episode and we we kind of peeped on that uh, Dave East and Styles P. Yeah. Um, so they're, I, I don't know how they're exactly friends, but they, um, I know they both have the name David. So they kind of do like an intro and they talk about David in the intro, just about like the name and what it's about. And um, the one thing I did like about the album was normally like when two people were to do an album or a lot of people were to feature on the album, it's like you kick a verse and then they go, you know what I mean? This yeah. one was really cool. Cause they went like, they went back and forth, you know, it was almost like a lot more production and a lot more thought put into it where even there, like it would be, he would, he would kick a, he would kick a bar or a couple bars and then um, styles P would come in with a couple bars and then they oh, okay. come in and then back. And I thought that was really cool. Kind of reminded me a little bit more of like a group, which I thought was really cool. So I really enjoyed that about the album, but it was pretty good. It was solid. I don't know. Like I said, same thing. It's not anything that I'm going to grab and listen to again, but it was um, beats were nice. I just really enjoyed them going back and forth. I thought that was really cool. No, that's cool. I like when um, rappers do that, where they go back and forth like that. Yeah, and then the last one they brought um, Styles Pre, Styles P got brought the whole locks in, so the whole locks did it in okay. Davies, and that was kind of cool. Dope, dope. I, I I gotta listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, yeah. Go through it. I'm I'm curious to see how you like that one. Okay, Mr. Landrum, what you bumping, man? Um, me, Tony Braxton. Yeah, Tony Braxton. No, I got a couple, man. Like I listened to a little reggae band called Kings and Comrades. Uh, pretty okay. good. Okay. I don't know if you guys have heard of them before. They're kind of they're actually you probably like them, Mike. B, you probably like them, so you might want to roll a fatty up. But uh, no, nah, I could do that. Yeah, shit, man. man. From Philadelphia, good band. Uh, they got a couple really good albums, and then they just dropped a new one recently. It came out pretty good. I've been uh been pumping a Tyran songs called Sick. Tyran. T i e r a n song Sick. Not bad. It's got a little, honestly, a little Mick Jenkins to it, bro. No lie. A little okay. piano in the background. You probably okay. like it. Definitely, right. definitely recommend that shit. And it's funny because I've been, I was actually bumping some old fucking Crucial Conflict lately. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, in the middle of the- <laughs> Yeah, man. I was bumping that shit. So I was just like, ah, the good old days, dude. Yeah. I like that album. The last one? No, the, the Crucial Conflict's first album. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had a second one, but they didn't have no hits on that one at all. Period. Yeah, man. But nah, Crucial Conflict is one of my faves. Yeah. So, you guys got any picks? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of running out of picks. I kind of leaning on a little crutch is Amazon Prime. You know, it's always, always good to have for shopping, for anything. Also, if you don't know, they do, you get like your own Netflix with them. You also get, um, unlimited photo backup so we know when you go through phones or whatnot it's always nice to have your phone your all your photos backed up so you can back up all your photos there you also get like a little bit of music like amazon or like a like google music on there and then i know i'm missing another thing um but it's just always a good value man for like a hundred and something bucks man you can't beat that two-day shipment if it's if it's amazon prime so give them a shout out man Right, all right. What about you, Brian? Brian, like, um, honestly, dude, 
I got one thing, and if uh, now y'all, I know we all do the same thing. When you guys don't want to fucking spend money on that fight, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I would check an app called Twitch, T W I T C H Twitch. Um, anytime there's a fight or anything like that, check it out. I guess they've been streaming some legit high definition shit. How do they get around that? That's Twitch. That's oh shit. Yeah, it's the the game app. So what happened was this Saturday we were trying to watch the fight. And and you download it and fucking um, all of a sudden, dude, high definition quality. It's like, whoa, shit. Oh, and, so it's somebody just streaming the stream. Yeah, but it was weird, though, because you clicked on the video game and all of a sudden it would show you it would show you what apps to fucking download for the fight and shit. Hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one. And then I mean, that it was cool. Yeah. So I think I don't know when the next fight is coming up, but that's. I know uh, Bones just John Bones just is gonna have a fight the 29th with and then Cormier is gonna fight um, Derek Lewis. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen Derek Lewis on YouTube, watch that interview. That's fucking the <laughs> the guy takes his shorts off and Joe Rogan goes, "Why are you taking your shorts off? My balls are hot." <laughs> hey, happens. Yeah, yeah that's just funny. But I gotta also do uh, anyone ever in the Temecula area check out that the Mansion of Lost Souls. It's a little haunted house. You can get it on Groupon for seventeen bucks. It's a it's a scary motherfucker. I'm telling you that right now. Like we jumped and um, it was really good, man. I would definitely take a look at that haunted house. It's it's worth it. I'm gonna call you the Tiffany Haddish of Groupon because you be you be beasting up Groupon. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> nah, it's Groupon's worth it, bro. Totally. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish. You heard that story? Yeah, <laughs> about the Groupon. Will Smith and Jada. <laughs> <laughs> what's Groupon? You don't know what Groupon is, girl? <laughs> Will Smith is like, he tells her, he's like, I'm gonna get one of these. She's like, what, this boat? He's like, nah, a swamp. <laughs> a swamp. <laughs> she was on a she was on a podcast recently and she knows because she the, he, she's talking about Southern California because she's from South Central. Mm-hmm. But she knows like because she mentions Lake Elsinore, yeah. she mentions Wildemar, and she mentions off of Bundy Canyon. What? Dog, I was tripping the fuck out. She was with Bill Simmons, and he had her on there, and they're talking about she's mentioning all these cities. And he goes, Where the fuck is Wildemar? And she goes, Off Bundy Canyon. And I'm like, Whoa. Oh, wow. She must have family out there or something. I I think she used to she used to do parties back in the day. Yeah, that's just bar exactly and stuff. Yeah, because I read her book. Yeah, it's exactly what she, yeah, you're right, G. That's what she Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if maybe traveling or whatnot, but I'm trying to rack my brain. And I remember a little bit about where she used to live, but I don't know if anything was out this way, but who knows? Yeah, she was talking about, I was like, how the fuck do you know about Wildemar and like <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's fucking, that's crazy shit, man. That's funny. Can you like? Can you like, dog? CL, baby. See, yeah. Well, that's gonna be it. You know, we got we got the boy Brian back on this episode. So (laughs) guest host of his own podcast. (laughs) So we were so we were live then. Okay. Yeah, we were (laughs) (laughs) where do we go to watch this? Where do we go to watch this? Yeah, I was like the that's the funniest shit ever. (laughs) Uh, episode 22 is in the books. The Emmett Smith episode, y'all. Yeah, Emmett Smith, greatest, greatest of all time, but uh We'll see you guys on the next episode. And I see you, but we'll be hearing our voices in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to B&B Podcast on iTunes to listen, comment, and review. And you can also listen on YouTube and podbean.com. 
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BNB Podcast 3 and also on our Facebook fan page where you can vote on polls and stay up to date on future podcast episodes. <laughs>